0: live from the heartland and the crossroads of america it's tony katz today
1: law enforcement agencies including the fbi are
0: responding to a shooting at a high school in perry iowa where officials say at least one victim has
1: been killed and two more injured FBI, ATF, and medical staff are on site, and a city official tells ABC News City Hall is on lockdown as a precaution. Officials are set to hold
0: a press conference shortly. We will bring that to you live as it happens right now. I want. It's as much as we know at the moment about this shooting that took place at a school in Iowa. Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today, it's good to be with you. Find everything at tonycats.com uh, uh, Perry High Schools is the name of uh, the area. Uh, you have the confirmation of multiple victims, but you don't have much more than that. And as always, anytime there's any level of breaking news, what is first described is not necessarily what the story is. These things do develop. More information comes out. We're going to bring it to you. They're expecting to have a news conference. Of course, Iowa would be Central Time uh, sometime uh, this afternoon. I think it's going to take place after uh, we're here, but we'll have more updates. This is, of course, because happening in Iowa. This is going to be a pretty big part of the conversation, one would assume. When the debate takes place on January 10th, a debate, That only involves Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Chris Christie's not in the debate. Vivek Ramaswamy's being kept out of the debate. So he said, all right, CNN, you kiss off, I'll do my own thing. Trump is going to be counter-programming with a town hall on Fox. I will get into this. I just wanted to share this because it, it was breaking. The top story, of course, today is the Jeffrey Epstein story. As we have stated... Time and time and time again. I don't care who is associated with Jeffrey Epstein, Republican or Democrat. I don't care if you like them. I don't care if you voted for them or want to vote for them. If you were involved with underage girls, you go to jail. And anybody who thinks that you shouldn't go to jail is the enemy. Just for the sake of clarity. The documents that were unleashed in these court filings show a tremendous number of people that you know being a part of Jeffrey Epstein's orbit. Now, Epstein had an orbit for a reason, a lot of money. Whether he earned it, whether he lied his way to it, I assume that he lied his way to it. Um, He was also a giver to Harvard and places like that, and so he hung around with a very well-to-do, well healed sort, as the kids would say. This includes former President Bill Clinton. This includes Donald Trump. There are pictures of him and Donald Trump at parties. My argument has always been Trump could have gotten anybody he wanted any time he wanted. The idea that he's going for underage doesn't seem to fit his M.O. I have said that just for the sake of clarity. I don't change my words. I have nothing that shows me, even within the documents, (coughs) proof, forgive me, proof of the activity. Being named as somebody who knew Epstein or hung around with Epstein is different than whether or not you were on the island or on the plane with Epstein and had sex with an underage girl. It is possible to have known the man and actually have had dinner with the man and have no other connection to his sickness and to his predilection, to his abuse of children. That much it must be stated as fact. But now the question is, who was on the island? Who was there? Well, we know Michael Jackson was there. We, or, or at least associated with Epstein. That's the, the way I should say it. Just for the sake of not getting sued. Magician David Copperfield. Bill Clinton, as I discussed, Prince Andrew. All of these people were connected. Some people have reported that oh man, the the, the 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 list of people doesn't really tell us much. The list of people now allows us to ask the questions. For anybody on the left who doesn't think Bill Clinton can be asked questions, kiss off. Do you have any idea how much you suck as a human being if you don't think Bill Clinton should be asked questions? Because I think that Donald Trump should be asked questions and a whole lot of them. They all need to get asked. The idea that in these documents, someone stated that Bill Clinton liked young girls, he liked them young, referring to girls. Oh, okay. Glenn Dubin as is reported Dubin is a donor to who Vivek Ramaswamy That's a That's 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 going to be a problem I'm not saying Ramaswamy is guilty of anything with with uh with Jeffrey Epstein I'm saying it's going to be an issue These are all people on this list There's a whole thing about Stephen Hawking being on the list. Can you double-check that, producer Carl? Carl's in for Jason today. That Stephen Hawking, because I couldn't figure out whether it was some kind of like weirdo prank thing. Someone just trying to be uh, silly. I mean, I don't even understand how that would work. But you're like, how in the world does Stephen Hawking get associated with Jeffrey Epstein? By the way, yeah, I wasn't wrong. There's a series of claims that Stephen Hawking, the theoretical physicist, you 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 know the name, you've seen him in his wheelchair. He has since passed away. He was diagnosed with ALS at the age of 20. He died at 76. Um, Involving some very, very strange activity, including an allegation, and I kid you not, this is... is one of the claims that he participated in an underage, and this is how it's reported, in an underage orgy. I don't even know how it's possible, never mind how disgusted I am by the thing. The story here, the thing that matters here, is that... It was known that this was happening. Now, are we going to be engaged in a society that wants to protect certain people? We're going to get into the story of Claudine Gay, the former president of Harvard. We're going to get into this fraud and the response to the fraud, and discuss the idea of whether or not she should be a university president, whether or not she should be protected. You wouldn't be protected. So are we actually going to say, look, money means you get to do special things. Look, this is this might cause too much pain for too many people in too many important positions, so we're going to let this go but if you happen to traverse a questionable website you lose your job if you say the wrong thing in public you lose your job we're gonna let this go the protection that they're putting out for claudine gay she's a plagiarist but for noticing you're a racist that's their argument what's the argument here that somehow bill clinton should be left alone I don't give a damn about Bill Clinton. Don't care about him. Don't care about his terrible wife. Don't care about his daughter. Although, by the way, everything I've heard personally about uh, Chelsea Clinton is just absolutely lovely. But I don't care about her. But I'm not blaming them for what he's done. What did he do? What did Prince Andrew do? You don't get protected by being the brother of the king. Jail is for you, too. That's the story here. We're going to find out this list as we've seen it of all of these people associated with a known child trafficker, child molester, him and Jelaine Maxwell and others. Is anyone going to go to jail? And how do we feel about a society where, okay, this happened and no one goes to jail? Nothing, only Jelaine Maxwell. Okay, that's the only one. That's madness. So this is what I'm watching. This is what I'm paying attention to. As this story continues to unfold. And as we're also told, we only have the basics now. We only know some things at the moment. We don't have full stories. We don't have complete details. I only hope they all come out, and I only hope people go to jail who need to go to jail. Big name, little name, whether or not they're running for office, anybody involved with the abuse of of young girls, jail. Nothing but jail. Oh, oh, maybe more things than jail, but at the very least, jail. This is Tony Katz today.
1: went for a photo op he should come and spend a couple of days like we have to be with the people here on the ground who are fighting this war on the border that's effectively what it is we have so many people jake seven million people have come into the country since biden uh, walked into the oval office and that's a a low estimate most people believe it may be twice that high we have it nearly two million gotaways that we know about not to mention those who evaded capture over 300 uh, known terrorists apprehended at the border trying to come in we don't know how many evaded uh, capture and and uh, detection they're in the country potentially setting up terrorist cells everywhere fentanyl is the number one cause of death for americans age 18 to 49 flowing over the border like an open sewer human traffic Is the number one business of the cartels here? Estimated, we were told today, Jake, one of the local sheriffs here, said that they believe that the cartels are making $32 million a week on trafficking human beings into the U.S. That's over $1.5 billion a year. Transnational criminal organizations. And the Biden administration seems to care nothing about it. Remember, they could. They could issue executive orders and fix this overnight. You could uh, restate, reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy. You could stop the catch and release policy that the Biden administration insists right. upon. You could do some, some very important things, but they refused to do it.
0: Now, everything the Speaker Mike Johnson just said there is true. He was at the border. He took a CODEL with him. One of those people is Representative Aaron Hounchin of the 9th District of Indiana. I had a chance to speak with her. I'll share that with you coming up in a little bit. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Become a supporter. Get the videos. Get everything that we're doing over there. So it's Mike Johnson, the speaker, speaking to um, uh, Jake Tapper. And I love that CNN refers to him as Representative Mike Johnson, House Speaker. Isn't it Speaker Mike? Did they ever refer to Nancy Pelosi as Representative? Maybe I missed it. It's possible. It's possible I missed it as they described. It caught me. But check out how Jake Tapper responds here.
2: So just, just one note on the terrorist thing. There aren't hundreds of known terrorists getting into the country. There are people uh, whose uh, identity have been flagged on a certain database. I just don't want people out there thinking that you know, two hundred members of Hamas have flown into the into the country and we don't even know about
1: it. It's a, it's a hey, little bit more complicated. Hey I'm, hey not, Jake, I'm it, not
0: You are. You are Jake. You have no idea who's gotten into the country. Why in the world would you come
2: close to saying this? I'm not saying that it's not serious. I'm just saying these aren't necessarily terrorists.
0: They're on the terror watch list. If they're not necessarily terrorists, what are they necessarily? Yogurt shop employees? What kind of statement is this? What is the constant desire to to run cover? This isn't about, hey, let's make sure we have clarity. This is pseudo-intellectual claptrap here from Jake Tapper. Gross stuff, but it's never-ending. It's never-ending the cover that comes when it's not necessary. This was CBS talking to Alejandro Mayorkas at least a little pushback.
1: Mr. Secretary, I mean, respectfully, yes, there is a global migration crisis, but the President of the United States also, as a candidate, said, come. Come to the US if you want to claim asylum. Restore the dignity of that process. That was his position. And so people are coming. The numbers have gone up tremendously, and nothing in the White House's plan addresses what Republicans are saying is so important. Catch and release, a phrase you hear. What that means is people come across the border They claim asylum, and then they're allowed to stay in this country for years while they wait for that process to play out. Years and years and years. People know that's the game. They know the bar for asylum is low. The claim bar is low. And so they come. Are you doing anything? Are you willing to do anything to stop the flow in that way?
0: That is a fantastic question. I don't know the dude's name. Dokopul? D-O-K-O-U-P-I-L. I don't. I. I. I do not know his name. But man, ain't that the question? You know it when you hear it, and you're so you're like, okay, solid. Tony Dokopol with uh, CBS News. The questions about catch and release. Are you going to do something about this? What does Secretary Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, have to say?
2: Allow me to uh, finish my answer. On the first day in office, President Biden sent a legislative proposal to Congress to fix what everyone agrees is a broken immigration system. I have dealt with the immigration system first as a prosecutor in the 1990s and then as an administrator beginning in 2009. And the years long process that you describe has been a problem in the immigration system ever since I've worked in it. And everyone agrees that the system is broken. And what we are doing is enforcing our laws. We are enforcing our laws, the criminal laws our immigration laws, and that includes our asylum laws. And when people come to the United States at the border, they are placed in immigration enforcement proceedings. And those proceedings take many years because our system is broken and it is also underfunded. We need Congress to fix the system and we need the resources to administer it.
0: Undoubtedly, the system is broken and undoubtedly Congress has not done enough. But for the sake of clarity... You could be engaging those Trump-era policies. Catch and release is failure. Millions of people in the United States who shouldn't be. Lying about asylum claims, which should immediately get you thrown out, and any non-governmental organization helping people claim asylum, they should be charged with treason. I absolutely favor shutting down the border until the new policies get implemented, which includes technology, which includes putting an end to catch and release, which includes remain in Mexico, which includes punishment for Mexico for failing to be a good neighbor. And which includes force at the border, adult single men being allowed in the United States. No. Goodbye. Don't care where you go. We're not even going to fly you home. But Lord is going to be the one who has to help you if you try and cross into our country illegally. The technology piece has to happen. Then you need to talk about the immigration reform piece because we do, on a labor uh, subject, absolutely need people. No doubt. This can be done. So he's right. Congress needs to do more. But we should be clear. The Biden administration could act in unilateral ways because the border and immigration is under the purview of the president you're not and it is clear to all of us that that is purposeful it's clear it's obvious you it's 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 uh, incompetence or it's purposeful right i know where my vote is meanwhile Claudine Gay was given the job as president of Harvard University, not because she was competent. And now that she's no longer president and was allowed to resign, why are people defending her? And the answer is, it's exactly what you think. I'm Tony Katz. I will often discuss people supporting Hamas who scream for ceasefires like Elizabeth Warren, the senator from Massachusetts who writes, Netanyahu and his right wing cabinet have created a humanitarian catastrophe, killing thousands of Palestinian civilians. Israel needs leadership that will bring the hostages home, not wage months of war. Stop bombing Gaza, resume the ceasefire, work toward a permanent peace. The peace will come when Hamas is destroyed. And if you were any kind of leader whatsoever, Senator Warren, you absolute fool, you'd be in favor of destroying Hamas, the same Hamas that has killed American citizens, and you sit on your fat butt doing nothing. Don't talk to me about decency, child. Cease fires. Give Hamas the opportunity to reload. I don't want them to have the opportunity to reload. I want them gone so peace can actually happen. But while Hamas is there, there will be no peace. Hamas needs to be destroyed, and I only hope Israel does it. Tony, don't you care about the poor, innocent Gazans? Their life will be better when Hamas is gone. War is hell. Hamas started the fight. I'm only hoping Israel ends the fight. And yes, People are going to die in the crossfire. Now what? Now what? What perfection are you searching for? Any ceasefire means Hamas gets another opportunity to kill another thousand Jews. Why are you okay with this? Another thousand plus Israelis, including non-Jews. Why are you okay with this? Why do you side with terrorists? This is my argument. And I make it quite clearly. So to the people on on the Twitter uh, who are are like, don't you feel at all sympathetic to the average Palestinian in Gaza? Not to the point where I would support Hamas like Senator Warren does. And they're like, well, she doesn't mention Hamas With, with all due respect. Maybe you need to read her statement. Anything that involves a ceasefire is support for Hamas. Well, why did Israel engage in ceasefire to begin with? I think they were wrong. But they're so desperate to get their people back that they were willing to try anything. You'll note that it didn't work. I mean, they got people back. But people have died uh, while being captured by Hamas. You then had attacks on Jerusalem where people were killed. You then had more rocket attacks by Hamas. Then you had, over the past couple of weeks, a series of attacks by Hezbollah from the north. They're now engaged in a tactical retreat trying to signal that they don't want an all-out war, as if somehow they get to decide this. Now, I'm not so sure Israel has everything it takes to engage in two fronts. Really, a third, if you could, if you count what's going on with the Houthi rebels, uh, they're in, in the seas, whether it be in, in the Red Sea or in the Gulf. Right now, we're just allowing them to take oil tankers and other ships. That's what the United States is allowing. No longer the free and navigable seas. It's, you could sail a boat unless the Houthi rebels, supported by Iran, don't want you to. In which case, oh well. Everything will be better when Hamas is destroyed. And by the way, everything would be better if the Ayatollah was gone, too. It would be better. Israel's not your problem. Israel's not the enemy. And if you ask me, I support Israel. Am I a Zionist? Absolutely I am. Without any level of equivocation. Israel has the right to exist. Israel has the right to defend itself. And if you believe Hamas has the right to exist and defend itself, okay, let's see who wins. But once you get to the point where you think Hamas is some kind of good guy and engaged in a good, fine fight, let him fight it out and let's see who wins. If you tell me that's not fair because Israel has this and Israel has that, It's not my fault that Israel builds hospitals and builds systems that involve laser guidance while Hamas tries to figure out how to kill another five people and rips the water pipes out of the ground because they make good rocket launchers. It's not my fault that the people of Israel understand what sanitary is and the people of Gaza have Hamas that don't care about sanitary anything. Not my problem. Maybe the problem is you're not a grown-up. Maybe the problem is, you're such an unbelievable child, like Senator Elizabeth Warren. You actually think you can have peace with people who want to kill you. Do you know how ridiculous you sound? Do you know? Not, you see, I'm saying you, but I don't mean you. Do they know what kind of schmucks they are? You're ridiculous. No peace is possible until Hamas is destroyed. What you should be in favor of is Hamas surrendering. Every single one of them surrendering to the Israeli defense forces. Then this would be over. And don't you want it to be over? I want it to be over. But you don't push for the things that will end it. You push for the ending of Israel. And for that, kiss off. Glad we had this conversation. Now let's get into Claudine Gay the former president of Harvard University who gets to keep her $900,000 a year salary. She gets to keep it. She was allowed to resign. She wasn't fired. The board of cowards over there at Harvard can't fire the DEI hire, which is, of course, what she was. Claudine Gay was not given the job as president of Harvard because of her intellectual heft. She was given the job at Harvard because she matched a series of criteria that the Harvard board found important and intellectual heft didn't matter. We know that she doesn't have the intellectual heft now. We didn't pay any attention to it then. Until she spoke in front of Congress, I had absolutely no idea who the president of Harvard was. I didn't know they had uh, placed a black woman as president, that she was the first black woman ever as president of Harvard. I had no idea. Harvard is not something that I do in my daily, and I don't think you do either. But when we learned she was a plagiarist... We said, oh, dang. First, we learned that she's okay with Jew hate on on the Harvard campus, and she's not going to go after anybody for screaming for genocide. She's not going to engage in any kind of leadership. She is filled with bigotry. She's allowed to be filled with bigotry. Your problem is you send your kid to Harvard, and for these donors, your problem is you give your money to Harvard. A lot of talk about this guy Bill Ackman and uh, how he's been pressuring Harvard and speaking about Harvard. How about the fact that you knew Harvard was garbage and you still gave your money there? I think you do need to take a look in a mirror, sir. I appreciate what you're doing, but you, are you thinking of giving them money in the future? Are you nuts? Give those people? Because it's not just Claudine Gay. It's every professor. It's the administrator. shouldn't say every professor. It's far too many professors and the administrators it's baked into the cake, kitten. You don't give them money. They don't learn. They're proud of their bigotry. And you say, why Why? why is that? Well, their bigotry comes from a, a place of certainly Marxism uh, and uh, certainly something that DEI absolutely inculcates and, 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 and tries to share out there, that everything can re- be reduced to the idea of oppressed and oppressor. White people are oppressors. Black people are oppressed. What a disgusting thing to say to a black student. You're oppressed. You don't even know you're oppressed. Well, how am I being oppressed? Well, that's where the intersectionality comes in. You have to look for all the ways you're being oppressed. It's happening every single way and every single day. You just have to go out there and find it. So now you've got people who spend their entire lives every day waking up. They don't just enjoy a nice bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, which is an excellent cereal, by the way, and say, all right, how do we have fun today? Before they even have the Honey Nut Cheerios, they're trying to figure out how the Honey Nut Cheerios are exploiting them. And on the flip side, the people who wake up every day and have the Honey Nut Cheerios and try to figure out how they are exploiting the Honey Nut Cheerios. Oppressed oppressor. You teach people to hate themselves. You teach people uh, that they're hated. I mean, that's, that's a disgusting way to be, uh, for, for, for sure. So when we discuss the idea that Claudine Gay was a DEI hire, I, I don't think that this is a questionable statement. But Harvard is allowed to hire this way. As I have stated, DEI is pure, raw, unadulterated rank bigotry. And anybody who is a supporter of it is, of course, fine with this bigotry. DEI should be kicked out of every university system and every business everywhere. Only fools still think DEI brings a value. We should note that my beloved Indiana has on the state level a DEI office. The governor, Eric Holcomb, clearly not understanding what he did and somehow still allowing it. Uh, Pretty sad stuff. But let's get back to Claudine Gay. Claudine Gay engaged in not one act of plagiarism, but repeated acts of plagiarism. Dozens of acts of plagiarism where she stole other people's work. Even if you don't agree that DEI is disgusting, and even if you don't agree that Claudine Gay was fine with calls for genocide on the campus of Harvard, would not stand up to those students because she agrees with them, and that's bigotry, you must at least, at the very least, be opposed to the idea that an academic could be so incredibly guilty of acts of plagiarism. But no. No, that's not a big deal. As a matter of fact, as the Associated Press writes, Harvard president's resignation highlights new conservative weapon against colleges, plagiarism. Now, wait a second. Now, uh, uh, allow me. It's a conservative weapon? She's a fraud! Claudine Gay is a fraud! Rod, what's wrong with you people? You're a phony. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. She stole other people's work. That's not a conservative weapon. The Associated Press is defending plagiarism and then going after the people who pointed out the plagiarism. As we have seen over the weekend, or over the past couple days, I should say. I forget that it's it's Thursday, and I was the guy who was on vacation for a couple days. Look at what the right wing is doing. Look at what the terrible Christopher Rufo is doing. Look at this. Look at that. Look at what the Washington Free Beacon has reported. Oh, you mean journalists doing journalism. You are supporting a plagiarist by saying that journalism is the problem? If you ever wanted to know how absolutely diseased progressivism is. Here you are. Progressives are fine with theft. Now, keep that in your head, because that's a little bit of foreshadowing. We're going to get back to that. They will defend the thief, and they will defend the theft. Based on what grounds? Well, the DEI grounds will defend it based on the color of skin. You're only doing this because she's black. It was somebody who who, uh, put out, well, we should hold all college presidents uh, uh, to to the standard and make sure none of them plagiarized, especially those right-wing academics. First of all, what right-wing academics are you talking about? We'd kill to have some more right-wing academics out there. That'd be fantastic. I'd like one or two of them to be the new president of Harvard. You want real diversity? Give me a conservative in charge. But the defense of, 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 of plagiarism, as a, it's a conservative weapon. she stole she stole people's work and then as president threw people out of the university for engaging in plagiarism the associated press along with all of uh her dei acolytes defending her and defending plagiarism when she resigned christopher rufo and you know his work from uh, the manhattan institute and City Journal, put out a tweet that read, Scalped, Harvard President Claudine Gay resigns. The Associated Press writes, Christopher Ruffo, a conservative activist who helped orchestrate the effort, celebrated her departure as a win in his campaign against elite institutions of higher education. On X, formerly Twitter, he wrote, Scalped, as if Gay was a trophy of violence, invoking a gruesome practice taken up by white colonists who sought to eradicate native americans now wait a second i'm no expert but scalping wasn't the practice of the white colonists it was the practice of the native americans but the associated press wants you to know that it's those evil white people that were involved in the scalping Now, you don't have to question whether or not it is. It is. The question is, what do you do about it? The left will say anything, bend anything, and twist anything to protect their own. Because the ideology comes first. I have long said, and you guys may have never heard me say it. It's been a while. But when I first started radio, this was a daily the political left hates you for who you are and what you believe, but most importantly, they hate you for not thinking like they do. That is the sin, that you do not think like they do. When you think like they do, they will provide cover for anything. They'll erase anything. She's a plagiarist who gets to keep her job and a $900,000 a year salary. You wouldn't get this deal. She stole. It's totally fine. You're just upset that she's black. You just don't like a black woman in charge scalped. Well, that's what white people did. Total rewrites of history. And they're proud of themselves. Which brings us back to being okay with theft. Because once you see this, and you see how okay the political left is with theft, with the theft of other people's ideas and words, you have to ask yourself, what else are they okay with stealing? And for the people who are screaming elections, They're the ones who proved it. All I did was notice. This is Tony Katz today. The Dow is up 114, the NASDAQ down 25. I mean the markets are just getting started for the year. Wait, what is this? NCAA and ESPN. Eight year 920 million dollar media rights deal. It's gonna run from 2024 through 2032. Triple the value of the current deal. Oh dang.